Okay, hello everyone. So it is six o'clock and um, the weather is terrible. So you might actually hear me scream. Um, if we would have done this three minutes earlier, you definitely would have heard me scream. Okay, we're gonna get straight into it. Um, my marketing, the marketing department has informed me uh, that we need to try to do this in five minutes um, because of how many of you are viewing online after. So I'm going to try to keep this to five minutes. We did get three questions and I'm going to start with the last one I got. It is rent to own. Are they good? And is this a good decision? Hello, you ladies. Um, okay. So rent to own most likely I would tell you, no, of course, everything depends on exactly what, um, the house is like, how much money you're putting down and all of that fun stuff. But here's just one scenario. Most rent to owns want you to put down five to $10,000. That money becomes completely non-refundable, completely non-refundable for any reasons. You live in it for six months. You find out that there is a septic tank issue or there's mold and the owner, because now you are purchasing it, right? The person who owns the mortgage or holds the title of the house says, I'm not gonna fix it. They legally do not have to. So, oh my gosh, oh my God, oh, hi, whoo. Okay, so if they, um, if they say we're not gonna fix it, you lose that money completely. The five or 10,000, whatever you put down. My husband is laughing and I might've crapped my pants. So um, now there are options where you can purchase the home through some companies that will do, um, basically they'll buy it in cash for you and then you refinance it. So that that is a little bit different. So if you are thinking of renting, what I would recommend, or a rent to own, give us a call first because we can test out the other companies for you and see if those might be an option, or we can at least protect you as the renter, soon to be owner, to make sure that you are protected in a way you're not gonna lose five to $10,000, which we have seen. When I used to own property, I would love when someone said they wanted to rent to own because I was gonna get that large deposit and most of them would end up not wanting to close or they wouldn't be able to close because of anything that happens and they can't get that financing. Joey, you need to go back and rewatch this because I literally might have pooped myself because I made Mark slam on the brakes because a car was pulling out in front of us. So lots of fun here uh, driving to in Atlanta. All right, next question. Um, home inspections, what if they reveal a major issue? So let's flip from that um, mindset of a rent to own and we're talking strictly about a, a traditional buyer purchasing a listing that's on the market. So you have a couple of options. If that um, home inspection comes in really bad and you're within your inspection period and or your due diligence period, you can uh, terminate or you can request for repairs. However, me personally, I do not like asking a seller to do the repairs because typically I just have some fears that they're not gonna do it to my standards. So we will talk about your personal finances because it might be best just to ask the seller to pay for it and you control the repair of it. So let's say there's a major septic tank issue. 
we would get quotes. We would say, hey, Mr. Seller, this is going to end up costing um, about $4,000. We want $4,000 towards closing costs, or we want you to pay that directly to the contractor who we've contracted to do the um, repairs, but it's going to be done after closing because you don't want to pay for those repairs up front until you've closed. So hopefully that answers that. It's um that one's a tricky one because honestly I'm gonna guide you through, you know, is it really a big issue? Um, helping you get quotes and we'll go through the whole process together. All right, again we're trying to keep this at five minutes, um, so I've got a minute left. I got a question: biggest moving tip, um, packing, you know, anything like that. What I will tell you if you are a seller, go ahead and pack up. Pack up as much as you know you are not going to need and you are not going to use for the next three to six months. Um, speaking in this current market, that you don't need for 30 days. But um, if you are a buyer, you have the opportunity to pre-pack. You know, you're going to know a lot more um, about when you're going to close and things like that than a seller. Sellers can get cold feet because they're like, oh, what if we don't close? Um, and then they pack up everything and uh and something falls through so for buyers just pre-pack pack in an organized fashion label your boxes you will not believe how many people have stuff unloaded and they have no idea where it goes you're creating a nightmare for yourself also with sellers when you are packing um remember to label and store in the attic or in the garage most of the time our um photographers aren't taking pictures of the garages um so that is a place that you can store everything all right, that was our three questions for tonight. Um, I'm trying to keep it at five, so I will talk to you all later. Have um, a great dinner and enjoy time with your families. Bye.